August, and welcome to Henrico Happenings. I'm Victoria Davis. And I'm Kristen Smith. The pandemic may have changed the way we live, but it isn't stopping progress. Today, we want to talk about an effort to preserve a piece of history in Henrico, Woodland Cemetery. The 104-year-old cemetery is the second largest African-American cemetery in our area. It's the resting place for our hometown hero, Arthur Ashe, and other prominent African-Americans. Some of you may have heard about the woodland falling into disrepair over the last few decades, but volunteers have been working to restore the cemetery's pride. They have, and one of those volunteers is Marvin Harris. He just purchased the cemetery and he's here to talk more about why. Welcome, Marvin. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me here. Well, this is a fascinating story. And the biggest question on my mind is, why would you want to buy a cemetery? Someone needed to step in. I've had people that come up to me probably 20 times in the last five and a half years asking me why would I want to do something like this? And I always answer that question with, somebody's got to do it, and that's me. Well, why was that important to you? What is it about Woodland Cemetery that people should know about? Well, it's a lot of people that uh, struggled through the early 1900s that was interred out there. And it's a shame for us to allow them um, to, for this cemetery to go into disrepair. And it's almost like it's a, I would say, disrespectful form. So when I first saw it, it was roughly five, oh, five and a half years ago when I first went out to one of the cemeteries. And what took me out there was Maggie Walker. I'm a graduate of uh, Maggie Walker High School, class of 1967. And we were having our 50th, you know, high school reunion. We decided, 10 of us got together, and we decided that we had to do something, you know, in the community. So I took a ride out to Evergreen to see Maggie Walker's uh, interment. And we couldn't even get in. I couldn't even get my vehicle through there. And I said, well, I went back to the meeting. I said, we got to do something. And we decided that we was going to start working at Evergreen. And through the years working out there, I noticed that Woodland was also in disrepair. So I decided to reach out to the family to see whether or not we could acquire the property. And when I first made contact back in February of 2016 with Mr. Insminger and he said, well, yeah, we probably want to sell it. And throughout the years, I tried to get uh, him to say, this is the time, let's do it, let's set the date. And he became ill. And when he became ill, his uh, daughter took over. And then I had to renegotiate with her, and we finally made it. We're here now. So it's been a long process. Oh, absolutely. When you talk about disrepair, paint a picture of what you're, what you're saying. If you were to envision... I won't say your backyard. You're not doing anything to your backyard yard for about 40 years. That's what it would look like. And you really couldn't see the headstones. You would go out there and you could be, I would say within a feet or two of a headstone that's about three feet tall and you couldn't see it. I've had family members to contact me and they would say, please, can you help me find my relative? And so far we've been successful on about, um, I would say, 33 and a third percent of the request. We still got a long ways to go. And as a matter of fact, I was out there this morning working on it and we uncovered about 30 headstones. Wow. So tell me, once you saw this property and you knew you had to take action on it, how did you raise the money to acquire the property? 
Well, I made contact with some of the family members, but the biggest one was uh, I made a call to Frank Thornton. He is the county supervisor in that area, Fairfield. And Frank said, um, yes, we're, we're going to help. We're going to actually get involved on this. So he made his calls. He set up a meeting between uh, the county manager and his uh, uh, assistant. We went in thoroughly receptive. I mean, they were very, very easy and pleased to work with. All of the five and a half years I've been trying to get some people to come involved, get involved with the cemeteries, John and his staff made it very easy to make this happen. So kudos go out to Henrico County. I know that we, uh, about a year ago, um, the department heads here within the government system all went out and pulled weeds, cleaned headstones, mowed the lawn, picked, some, picked up some poison ivy, you name it. <laughs> but, um, but it's, you know, it's gratifying to see the difference at the end of the day. Yes. And we need you guys back out there again. As a matter of fact, we need the, the, the community. <laughs> this is a task that's going to take the entire community, Richmond, Henrico, Chesterfield, anybody that can get involved, all the business people, and all of us to get this done and done correctly. So what, what do you envision the cemetery looking like even a year from now? What kind of changes, what, what are you hoping to accomplish? Well, my biggest, uh, the short-term goal is to get the roughly 15 acres as soon as you come through the gate back in shape. Now, I'm not going to say manicure because that's going to take a while. But if we can get it where the people coming in can see all of the headstones and halfway have it looking decent, I want to um, clean up the gate when you first come in, repaint that. We want to actually have that working well after 5, 5.30 in the wintertime. We can close the gate and keep the, the, the I'm not going to say criminal, but the people that not doing what they should be doing coming in. We're going to have that security set up. I want to uh, repaint the chapel when we first go in, make that look like uh, people, and invites people in. And that's going to be, we've had a couple of people, business people in the, in the area that want to help do that. So we got some volunteers coming in to make that chapel look good, probably within the next month or so. So um, if, if people are interested in volunteering, how do they find out or, you know, where do they go? Call me. And um, they can reach me at 804-240-1418. We also have a, a uh, Facebook page set up, and that's in Woodland Cemetery. Just punch in Woodland Cemetery and that'll come up. But the best way is probably to call me. We need all the volunteers that we can get. Unfortunately, because of the COVID, we can't have a lot of people out there at one time. But <laughs> give me a call, we can set it up, uh, especially the ones that uh, may be retired that can't work during the week, or some of the companies that actually give their employees credit for coming out there. We can definitely use them. We need tools. We need all types of equipment. One of the things that I really want, it would be a golf cart. And the reason for that, the people in my age bracket, a lot of them come out there, they need assistance getting around in the cemetery. So that will help us take them to their family plots uh, and make it a little easier for them to get around. 
Absolutely. And I know the the families definitely have to appreciate the fact that you're taking on this big task because now they're able to visit their loved ones and actually see the headstones. Because we took a drive around there about two weeks ago and we were standing on the curve and I was like, this is a headstone. I had no idea just because it was a big bush there. So family, I know, is definitely going to be appreciative for your effort there. Give us three months and you're going to be able to see all the headstones as soon as you come in the gate. Wonderful news. So when you get the cemetery in the condition that you envision in your mind, what would you want someone that's visiting, not visiting a loved one who's interred there, but just visiting the cemetery, what would you want them to to feel or think or, you know, ab- about this cemetery? Um, I want them to enjoy the history involved out there. You know, there's a lot of prominent African-Americans buried out there. Uh, you, you guys have mentioned Arthur Ashe, his mother's there. I want them to feel and see the history involved there. We also have John Jasper, which was a slave, and he was interred someplace else. But when the cemetery came up of prominence and they saw how, how good it looked, they disinterred him from where he was to bring him out to Woodland. So I guess primarily the history. And this is... This is um, this is not a profitable venture for you. This is a lot of sweat equity and a lot of time. Absolutely. It's um, if my wife just knew the money that I personally put into this project, she would probably have a hissy fit. But um, it's just it's about eight of us, eight volunteers that started with me. Four of them I still have with me started about four and a half years ago. We bring our own equipment, we bring our own gas, we bring our own tools out there to help. We just want to see this project done. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Uh, I think that the biggest, the biggest one that I've had since I've been involved in the cemeteries, the mother had a son interred out at, um, at the cemetery. And she came out and she indicated exactly how her son passed, how he died. And she asked me to please find it, the gravesite, and we did. And to, just to see the tears roll down her face, mm. you know, just to, just to see the, the gratitude, I guess, from the families that hadn't seen our family members in years to be able to view them. Well, we, we certainly encourage anyone interested in volunteering to, to help you create more of those moments and to uh, bring back the pride that everyone that's buried there deserves. Yeah, please, please give me a call because we need you. We definitely need you. And if I may, I would like to talk about the five volunteers that have been with me the whole time. These guys, if I can, it's Al Smith, George Nixon. We have Dave Carabinas right now. He's coming in each Thursday. He drives in from Mount Pelia. Hour in and hour back just to help out. Those guys have just been fantastic. We had one guy that uh, since uh, passed himself, but he was driving in from Charles City. His name is Barney Lomax. It's just, you can really see the guys that really want to help. When they come in, you can see in their eyes that they've got it and they're here for the duration. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one day cleanup session, two days, They've been with me, George has been with me for four and a half years. And I just love it. If we can clone those guys a hundred <laughs> times, 
we can have the cemetery cleaned up in no time. For right. It. You have to have dedication and passion, Absolutely. which we certainly can see that you do. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much, Marvin, for sharing this amazing story. We do look forward to seeing the progress at Woodland in the years to come. Oh, thank you. Well, before we go, we do want to share a fun event coming up on August 21st. Recreation and Parks is hosting a drive-in movie night at Dory Park. This is a great opportunity to have fun in a socially distant but public setting. Gates open at 7.30 with the movie Aladdin beginning at 9. The event is free, so spaces will be limited. You'll want to get there early. Restrooms, portable toilets, will be available. Maintain social distancing while away from your vehicle and food and drinks from home are welcome. Well, that's it for this episode of Henrico Happenings. Stay safe. We'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.